Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. And we are well into summer here. So uh, one of the things that I love about summer is being able to eat fresh fruit. And I never know how much I love eating fresh fruit until I get into wintertime and it, it, there's no appeal to it. I'm not interested in it. It's too cold. Um, it doesn't seem like they're good anyway. There's nothing ripe about them. So I always feel healthier in the summer. And if you're anything like me, you find those little things that kind of fit into that genre of this makes me feel healthy. So I'm going to keep doing it until it doesn't exist anymore. Um, But I also know that I'm one of those people, too, that I know other things that could help me to be healthy, but I don't do them. And or I don't know enough about some of the natural processes and natural ingredients and all of the benefits that they offer. And I'm not going to say that I'm a guru at all to some of the things like supplements or uh, health food generalities. But my guest today certainly is one of those experts. And so welcome to my show, Natasha Bala. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. Very good. Very good. I'm excited to be able to talk about some healthy options today. Now, I know that, you know, we're we're talking about beauty from the inside today, but we're also going to tap into some beauty, natural beauty, and some things that you do, uh, beauty on the outside. Now, both of us are, you know, in the professional beauty industry But Natasha is also a health and wellness and beauty coach, and she's been in the beauty industry for over 15 years, and she's had experiences both within the chair as a makeup artist and as a marketing communication, Um, but as a professional, your love and your compassion is really kind of in that wellness and health arena, and that's where you get your beauty from, is knowing that you're doing all the right things. Plus, you've got a great story that I want you to tap into today and share with everybody because as healthy as we think we are sometimes, we're not. Yeah, absolutely. So please tell us, share with us the story of Natasha. Sure, absolutely. Well, I've been into health and wellness for many, many years now. And although I've been very healthy, like I eat generally very healthy and I try to take care of myself. Last year, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And needless to say, that was a complete shock to me because, like I said, I've always eaten healthy. And that really opened my eyes to how important it is to manage stress. So while I was eating healthy, I wasn't managing my stress very well, and I wasn't sleeping very well. Um, I would go weeks where I would have maybe three or four hours a night of sleep. And while you always hear that sleep is really important, you know, when you're so busy, you just push sleep to the bottom of your list, basically. And once I was diagnosed, I started doing some research and really learned how important things like sleep and stress management are. So I am happy to say I am now cancer free. Mm -hmm. And while I did do some of the traditional things that the doctors recommended, I really relied heavily on my intuition and eating nutritiously, managing stress, and taking supplements to get myself well again, as well as to make sure now that the cancer doesn't come back. Yeah, Um, and I love the way that you just shared that. So 
for you, you're, you're this healthy person and yet you still got diagnosed with cancer and you said it was because of stress. So sleeping was one part of it, but can you share with us, Natasha, what were some of those other stressors that maybe for most of us, they're just like, well, that's life. That's just how we have to deal with things. But what were some of these other stressors that you started to recognize that you weren't managing as well? I think some of these stressors included um, career things, just stressful work situations sometimes, as well as relationships. Just like you said, just the regular daily things that we deal with. And unfortunately, the way I was dealing with them was by just going to bed later, trying to, I was watching a lot of um, TV, just trying to do things that would take my mind off of what was going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And that took a big toll on me. Yep. So healthy relationships, healthy work environments, some of that we can control, some of it we can't, you know, it's not like, listen, if your job is so stressful, yes, you can choose to take on another job, but that that's not one of the easier options, I think, to do. Uh, Relationships, sometimes they take time to uh, get healthy, and sometimes they take times to manifest out of them. (laughs) Exactly. That's absolutely true. (laughs) So, you know, all of those things can can increase your stress levels. And then you were sharing with me too, that um, you didn't sleep a lot. And, you know, I'm like an eight hour, like give me eight hours. I could sleep probably nine, but I try to manage somewhere between that seven and eight. And I have issues with that. And yet there's, if I have one night that I can't sleep well, I'm a crankmeister the next day. So, you know, I don't know how somebody that is not sleeping well, how you can still maintain because you have such a beautiful, calming spirit about you still. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is really difficult to function um, when you're just having three to four hours of sleep a night. And some of the side effects of not sleeping well, it includes not being able to concentrate, not being able to focus, your body constantly feels tired. And on a physiological level, your cells are not able to repair themselves and heal themselves if there is some sort of dis-ease going on in the body. So do you feel that that was a culprit to the cancer? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that if I was taking care of myself and sleeping well and managing stress, I would have never um, gotten to the point where the tumor actually grew because we do all have cancer cells in our bodies, but our bodies are equipped and completely able to manage those cells and remove them from our bodies unless we're not taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Now you, um, you ended up going down what would be considered, you know, the uh, somewhat of a traditional path to uh, having the treatments done based on the kind of cancer that you had and everything, but you then kind of, you kind of like put, you know, put your foot down a little bit in regards to additional types of things, which I heard recently, they have really developed this uh, ability to be able to say that certain types of cancer don't need chemotherapies or radiation or hormone therapies and all of that other stuff. And you said that you were really interested in tapping into your intuition to be able to decide what was best for you. How did that go in the medical arena? It didn't go very well at all. In fact, I did have surgery for the tumor to be removed. And then I did end up having almost a full course of radiation. Um, The burns I got from radiation actually were so severe that my doctor told me to discontinue it. 
Mm. Um, however, the doctor and the oncologist did recommend chemotherapy, which I said no to. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I felt pretty confident um, saying no to that because of all of the research I did. And I am confident in my body's ability to heal itself and take care of itself. So although they were recommending that, and I know that they came from a good place in recommending that, I came across many women who decided not to go with chemotherapy and they are thriving today. And I can also say now that I have changed my eating a little bit to make it a little bit better because I was always generally eating pretty well. Um, also with the supplements I'm taking and just managing my stress, I feel like I'm thriving now. I actually feel better than I ever did before I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. Yeah. So we can all think that we're so healthy on one level of our lives, but if two or three other segments of our lives aren't in balance, then we're not in balance. Exactly. Exactly. And one thing always to remember is that emotional pain manifests in the body. Mm -hmm. so if there are emotions that we're constantly ignoring or if we're holding on to anger or resentment, there will be some sort of effect on the body. And that can result in something like a tumor or some other disease. There could be joint pain or back pain, but the body will always tell you what it's, will always tell you how it feels, basically. The issues show up in your tissues. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. So, so it's healthy here. Yes. And, you know, and, and just like anything, then it's what we put on our body and what we put in our body. Exactly. So, and the mind-body connection is very real. It is very real. That's very real. So, you know, our thoughts have more power than we know. And sometimes we only realize what they're capable of manifesting when they manifest something unhealthy. Yeah, um, absolutely true. And I think it's one of those things, because this is what I go through, and here's my struggle. And I know that when we you know, carry on into this show today, you're going to, you're going to provide some ideas for our listeners on ways to be able to eat more healthy and then ways to be able to look more healthy. Um, I really struggle with knowing that certain things are good and healthy for me, but I don't crave them. I don't desire them. I don't want them. They just, there's no interest in like, oh, I know that would be good for me, but I really don't want to eat kale. Why not? Bonnie Kale is awesome. I can't. <laughs> I, listen, I, I love all kinds of vegetables. I, you know, I do crave vegetables, but I tell you what, I, I'm, I think that my diet in the summertime is, is more fruits and vegetables. Um, so I, I feel like I, I supplement myself well with my diet, but when I get into the wintertime, I really kind of fall into that very, uh, you know, ground level food. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, that, that particular seasonal type of food that's rich, that's, that's deeper, that's warm, that's, you know, casserole in a sense. Um, right. You know, that has a variety of flavors to it and everything. I certainly like that, but I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's, it's kind of that phenomenon that I think that, is, that if we could figure out the human behavior of what we know to do that could make us be better, feel better, have a better life mm -hmm. and actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I hear you. And what you're saying is actually scientifically proven. Mm -hmm. So according to Ayurveda, which is the science of um, the body and of life, and it comes from India, 
Ayurveda says that our bodies are seasonal. So just like you said, in the summertime, we crave more raw foods. We crave fruits and vegetables. Mm. However, in the winter, we crave more grounding um, vegetables like squashes and potatoes and that sort of thing. And that's because we are, we come from the elements. We come from the earth. So we go along with the seasons and we crave what's going on in each season. So I think a part of not wanting to constantly eat kale or other vegetables is how we're brought up. We're brought up on, unfortunately, very um, high sugar foods and snacks and that sort of thing. And I think that children who are brought up eating vegetables and eating fruits constantly and consistently, they have more of a tendency to crave them and want them as they get older. So I think that's a part of it. Yeah. Um, I think another thing is that once you start eating more vegetables and fruits and you pay more attention to what you're putting in your body, that's what your body craves. So for example, someone who eats a diet high in sugar, they constantly crave sugar. It's true. However, for myself, I do eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and also like nuts and seeds. And as you know, um, a few weeks back, we were in Las Vegas. And when you're at a convention center eating convention center food, there's not that many options. Yes, I did have salad, but I did end up eating other things occasionally, which may have not been the most nutrition, nutritious ideas. And once that show was over, I craved vegetables. Like I can't even explain. All I wanted to eat was salad for like the next week. But that just speaks to what the body wants. And kind of what, what I was saying before was that the body knows what it needs and it will heal itself accordingly. So my body was craving fruits and vegetables because it knew that's what it was missing. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was craving um, grapefruit juice and, and strawberries and watermelon and things like that because I felt, first of all, I felt incredibly dehydrated Yes. Um, from being in Las Vegas, being in that convention space, being around smoke and alcohol and, and um, just stale air, just not yes. healthy air. Absolutely. So I was, in, I was incredibly dehydrated. So I knew once I got home that I just like, I was craving all liquid things, nothing mm -hmm. solid, nothing too, you know, heavy, but lots and lots of liquid. So I was making a lot of smoothies and shakes and things like that. And, you know, one of the questions that I have for you and, and we're going to be, uh, I want to get a couple things in before we take our first break, but I go to like, you know, sprouts or whole foods and I see all of these like powdery things or additives like chia and, and, you know, protein th pieces. I don't know what some of those are for and how I can utilize them within my diet. I don't know if it's like sprinkle it on, put it in your shake. I don't know. So I'd love to hear some great recipes um, of how I can supplement what I'm already doing. Right. Well, like you mentioned, chia seeds, chia seeds and other nuts and seeds are really high in protein. So they're really important for your body and something like chia seeds and hemp seeds, they're actually complete protein which means that they have as much as or even more protein than meat does. The way to use something like chia seeds is to just sprinkle, like you said, a tablespoon on top of whatever you're eating. I like to put chia seeds on top of salads, on top of oatmeal. I kind of put them on everything, to be honest with you. The good thing about seeds is that many of them don't really have a very distinctive taste. So you can go ahead and add them to your meals and you won't feel like they're adding a strange taste or anything like that, but you're still getting all of the nutritional benefits. Mm, perfect. Yeah. 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 That sounds good. And then hemp seeds, is that, um, 
In that same manner, I would use it that same way. Yes, exactly. Use it the same way. Again, not it doesn't have a very strong taste or anything like that. One tablespoon on top of a salad or something else you're eating is sufficient and it will give you healthy fats. It will give you protein. It will give you minerals. And a lot of minerals, you know, we're actually missing from our diets because mm -hmm. we don't eat enough of nuts and seeds these days. So things like magnesium, selenium, it's really important to eat nuts and seeds to get those things. And hemp seeds are seeds that really have, are high in those um, nutrients. I love that because I, I see them all the time and I just like, I don't know what to do with them. So I don't want to buy them and then just have them, you know, sit in my cupboard and then I'm not sure what to do with them. So those are adding protein to my diet, which is good yeah. because I'm trying to supplement uh, heavy meals with lighter meals. But I feel sometimes when I do that, I'm not adding the protein to it. Like I'm just eating right. a salad or I'm just eating fruit or just doing a smoothie. Exactly. And adding those nuts and seeds will also make you, will keep you full for longer. Yeah. Now I know that we're going to be talking about as we get into this next segment, we're going to talk about uh, some other ways to be healthy. We're going to talk about some topical things that are very natural ways of, mm -hmm. of what we would call some beauty regimes that you might go and get fancy treatments somewhere or go buy expensive products, but you're going to share with us a couple tips and tricks on what we can do at home. Absolutely. Uh, with stuff that's hanging out in our refrigerator. Yep. Yeah, perfect. And then, you know, also what I want to be able to make sure that we're touching on too is one of the things that you do is, you know, you're, you're considered kind of a health coach for beauty professionals. And we're going to take that conversation a, a little wider as well and talk about people that are in occupations that it's kind of hazardous to their health. They're either surrounded by chemicals or they're on their feet a lot, or maybe they're even stationary and they're not moving around enough. Some right. ways that we can also keep our bodies healthy to be able to continue being, you know, able to work and not have injuries or fatigue within our body as well. Sounds good? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, perfect. Well, we are going to go to a break right now. So stay with us, everybody. I'm also on Facebook Live on my page, Bonnie Bonadeo. So if you'd like to join us there, you can ask Natasha some questions. I'm fielding some questions right now, and we've got some amazing people with us. Thank you, Jeff and Tony and Margaret, Lori and Mario for joining us uh, today. And if you have questions for Natasha, and it can be around anything that we're talking about, because our topic today is health, wellness, and beauty from the inside out. So stay with us. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What's your coffee story? 
the one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. My guest, Natasha Bala, today is a health and wellness coach. And we're talking health, wellness, and some beauty regimes that you can find in your refrigerator. So I'm looking forward to some of these. But I want to tap back into a little bit. So, you know, your, your big focus as a professional is to be able to help people understand how to be as healthy as they can and remove toxins. Yes. And that's a big topic right now because I think that just we're, we, we're living in a more toxic environment. We're creating Absolutely. things that are not as good for us. Like how many times we use a microwave or we put plastic in the microwave or drink out of plastic bottles or have them sitting in our cars and then drinking out of those plastic bottles after they've been heated up. So mm-hmm. I think that toxicity is a big topic that we're not talking enough on and we don't know how to manage some of those pieces and parts to be able to maintain our health. Yeah, I agree with you. And we are seriously bombarded with toxins. Every single thing we touch, excuse me, and everywhere we go, we are bombarded with some sort of toxin, whether it's radiation, like you said, from a microwave, whether it's radiation from your phone, whether it's, um, things that you're eating, pesticides in our fruits and vegetables, things that we put on our skin. You know, and a woman on an average day, she puts about 12 products on her body. That includes hair and skin. And we're not always aware of what's actually in these products. And they have very toxic things. And they cause things like breast cancer. Um, there is an ingredient in a lot of cosmetics and including also in perfume that actually mimics estrogen in the body and increases your chance for breast cancer. But who talks about this? No one talks about nobody. Nobody's talking about this. And you know what? And here I am. It's like both of us, we're in the beauty industry. Right. We love and adore all of the great beauty products that we get sampled, we get given. I mean, I got got more beauty products in in this big house than I could ever use in a lifetime. Um, and it's like a kid in the candy store approach to us when we get a new lipstick or a, a new highlighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we, I don't think that then we think about, Ooh, is this bad for me? 
Right. We don't think about it because we're not aware of it, number one. And I think a lot of it sometimes we can't control. And just like you said, we're both in the beauty industry. I have a closet literally full of products that I've collected over the years. And because we're we're not going to stop putting these products on our face, let's face it, right? Or on our bodies. And we can try to make better decisions and use more natural items. However, this is why I think it's so important to be particular about what we're eating and make sure that we're eating things that support our cells and supports the removal of these toxins from our body. Because we're going to be bombarded in some way or another, whether we can control it or not. So now we have to use food and we have to use wellness techniques in order to make sure that we're able to stand up to all of these toxins and keep our bodies healthy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Um, my gynecologist had shared with me that she says, you know, she goes, in the way that we're living our lives now, your, your risks are much greater. Mm-hmm. But you can reduce the risks by eating healthy and supplementing appropriately. Absolutely. And she was a big proponent of supplementing because we're not getting enough in the, in the foods that we're eating or, or those foods are being altered to where they are not as nutritious as maybe they were back in the day. Um, so she was a big fan of supplementing. And I know that supplementing is, um, I think it's a very confusing topic because, you know, I walk into a health food store and unless you tell me specifically, go buy this, it'll be good for that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed in a health food store thinking, I don't know what is good and, or why I would need it. Right. So what's, what's a couple of supplements that you are like, go to like you, they're standards for you. So I am not a big supplement pusher, to be honest with you. Um, one of the reasons is like you said, because it's so confusing and there's so many out there and there are also many brands which are not reputable, unfortunately. So if you go to a drugstore and pick up just for example, a vitamin C, you just have to be very particular about the brand that you're choosing and what goes into manufacturing that supplement. And I feel like a lot of companies, especially the cheaper brands, they're not very reputable. So that's why I don't really push supplements. However, three that I do take religiously and I do recommend to my clients are a probiotic, one that is a good quality probiotic, um, also an omega-3 and omega-6 fat. And the third one I would say would be a vitamin C. A high quality vitamin C. Uh, all high quality. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Well, okay. So I got one, I got, well, I do do a vitamin C supplement okay. and I do a probiotic. So I got two out of the three going. Good job. I, need to, I need to go do the omega. And what's, what's the benefit of the omegas? The omegas benefit almost every system in the body. Omega fats are very important for your cells because your cells have this um, sort of, they're they're surrounded by fat and that's what actually keeps the cell together. So if you don't have enough beneficial fat in your body, your cells are not working at their optimal levels. Yeah. Omega fats are very good for skin. So if you want skin that looks hydrated and glowy, it's very important for that. Omegas are important for heart health for the immune system to be strong and working well. Omegas are very important basically for every system in the body. And are these the same omegas that they, that they claim to be in avocados and salmon and foods like that? Yes and no. So avocados and salmon absolutely do contain some of them, 
But that's why I think a supplement is important because they don't contain enough of what you need on a daily basis. And the type of fats in avocado and salmon are different from each other. So if you're eating a good amount of salmon and avocado every single day, you may be able to get what you need, but you're most likely not having that. Um, well, I'm, eating, I'm eating a lot of guacamole. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> not so much the sandbar. Yeah, but certainly I love my avocado. So, all right. So supplement with omegas in there. All right. Let's, let's shift here. Um, uh, you mentioned something while we were on the audio break, but we were sharing it with our Facebook Live uh, people. You called it epigenetics. Yes. And, and I, this is something I'm not familiar with. Can you enlighten us here a little bit? Yeah. In really, really simple terms, epigenetics basically is the study that our DNA, the role that our DNA and genetics play in our health. And previously, it was thought that our genetics are the main cause of whether, you know, we get a disease or an illness and how we can remain healthy. But now science has shown that epigenetics is not as important. So basically, your DNA and genetics can be altered by what you eat. So more important than your genetics and yeah. DNA. Mm -hmm. more look at the evolution of us from, you know, back in the day when we were living off of the land to now shopping in a grocery store to drive through and getting food. All of that is altering us. Absolutely. All of that is altering us. And even the way crops are grown these days, GMOs pesticides, all of this is altered from back in the day. And unfortunately, we're, we're being harmed by it. So it's very important to just we don't know to what effect yet. No, we don't. Unfortunately, there hasn't. you could say that cancer has been more predominant than ever before. And Absolutely. it's not like it's going away anytime soon. They keep coming up right. with different forms of cancer. So this is a problem. Now, eight in 10 women have breast cancer, eight in 10. That's an insane number. That, oh, that's crazy. That's yeah. a crazy number. Right. Yeah. And one of, um, just going back to the toxins that we were talking about earlier, a big cause of breast cancer is BPAs, which you did touch on briefly earlier. BPAs are what's found in plastic. So when you heat plastic or you've left a water bo bottle out in your car and then you're drinking that water, the BPA has leaked into what you're now consuming. And in addition to BPA is also things unfortunately found in cosmetics, hmm. perfumes, those um, chemicals in those products that mimic our estrogen and other hormones in the body. Oh, oh, wow. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not good. That is not good at all. So Obviously, we want to go more towards natural products, but even that whole natural arena can be quite confusing because there's usually some sense of preservatives in there, or it can't be completely natural and then be sitting on a shelf. Right. Um, so what are some ways that we can kind of start leaning towards a more natural approach to things? Well, I first just want to mention one thing that we must all start doing is reading labels, whether it's food labels or whether it's cosmetic and product labels, we need to read labels. And I have a rule of thumb that is if you can't pronounce it, it should not be either consumed or be put on your body or in and, your body. Yeah, in your body. And um, another thing is that a lot of products that are considered natural they may not be. You need to read the labels. You need to be aware of what the different ingredients are. 
and marketing plays a big role in things. So I just, I really find it important for people to be aware of what they're eating and putting on their bodies. So those words of natural and organic and hypoallergenic and stuff like that in regards to products, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot more to it than that. Absolutely. might be using a certain thing that is considered an organic ingredient, but they still might be placing it into a, a de- an index of other ingredients that maybe are not as organic. So exactly reading the labels. That's true. I, I totally agree with that. I, uh, you'd be proud of me for this one that, you know, I, I planted a garden Oh, now that I've moved to Georgia, I have this garden. And so I've got, you know, tomatoes and green peppers and squash, um, some spices, oregano and, uh, I'm coming to your place to shop. Yeah. Chai. Well, and I was so, I, and everything was like really doing well. The next thing you know, we got hit with the bugs. So the bugs started eating away at all of the plants and then all of, of course, the vegetables on there. And so uh, my fiance, Jeff, he says, well, we have to go get seven. We have to go get seven. And I'm thinking, oh, seven, it sounds like a good thing, right? So we go to the store. He puts it in my lap. And all I see is the skull, you know, like poison. Yeah, exactly. The skull that is like the sign for poison. I'm like, where are you not putting this on my garden? So, of course, then I had to do some further research to be able to determine what I need to do. So I created a couple concoctions based on, you know, Googling and getting more information. And my plants are not faring well right now. So I'm kind of in an experimental stage. I'm I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm going to sacrifice these first few, you know, of me being a a, a novice gardenist here um, to be able to try and figure out that right blend of, of a natural way to keep the bugs off and still be able to harvest some, some, some vegetables. Right. That must be difficult. Yeah. I live in New York City and I love New York City. However, it's I I have no experience gardening, although I love plants, Um, but I can only imagine how difficult that is. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So let's talk about give us a couple of uh, concoctions here that we can do as a beauty treatment that might be hanging out in our refrigerator or in our tray of fruits and vegetables we have in our home. Yeah, sure. So one, um, it's actually considered a fruit. One fruit I love is avocado. We briefly touched on avocado and not only is avocado so good to eat because of the healthy fats it's got in it, but it's also the perfect moisturizer and mask. So I use it on as a skin mask. I use it often when I go out dancing and I've been up um, all night out until, you know, 3 a.m. and I have to be at work the next morning. What the avocado does, if well, let me explain first how to use it. If you just mash up the avocado, that's literally all you need. You mash it up, apply it to your face for about 20 minutes. It will hydrate your skin. It will smooth out the lines. I'm sure you've experienced when you've been out a night and maybe you were drinking. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, you'll notice the next day your skin looks just sort of blah. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. And once you put that avocado on, it literally goes into your skin and gives it all the nutrients it needs. It smooths it out. It gives you a glow and you just rinse it off and you're good to go for the rest of the day. So avocado is just so versatile and easy to use. And it's one of my go-to masks, skin masks. Hmm. Now, I've heard a lot of people that they'll do that on their hair. Do you get the same effect on your hair or... 
For the hair, yeah, you can use avocado on hair. However, there is another um, hair mask that I really like to use. And that is using two overripe bananas. Make sure that they're overripe and I'll explain. Oh, I have those in my house all the time. Exactly. Um, raw organic honey. Please, I should have actually mentioned this earlier. It's very important to make sure that you're getting the right type of honey. Honey should be raw and organic and unprocessed when you purchase it. When you go to the grocery store and you just buy a regular honey, it's, it's not what you want. Um, so when you're making this mask and when you're eating honey, make sure that it's raw and organic and unprocessed. So for this mask, you're using overripe bananas, raw honey, and um, what was the third ingredient? Olive oil. You mix all of them together in a blender and it should come out like a smooth paste. And once it's ready to go, you can apply it to your hair for about half an hour. And just make sure that the bananas are really well blended because you don't want to have to pick pieces out of your hair later right. as long as it's very well blended it should be fine um leave the mask on for half an hour and your hair will come out shiny and hydrated and moisturized and it asks it acts like a very um hydrating conditioner or you know something that you would use in the bath but this is healthy and just much better than a regular conditioner for your hair you know, I love that because I eventually my overripe bananas end up in a smoothie, but right. they're still overripe. Even in a smoothie, they don't taste very good at that point. Mm -hmm. And I always feel terrible throwing them away. Um, so it's it's certainly a great opportunity here. Now, it's not like I don't have conditioner or masks in my house yeah. you know, of the professional type to be able to utilize but I want to try some of these more natural opportunities to be able to do that because one of the things I'm going through right now is uh, a very uh, uh, eczema. So oh. I color my hair and I'm trying to color it less or not necessarily mm -hmm. put it directly on the scalp. I have the itchiest scalp in the world and I'm, I'm at the point where I'm getting annoyed by it. So right. I know that perfumed products or heavy products or certain products are kind of creating sensitivity even more. Hairsprays that are sitting on my hair. Yes. Um, certainly getting more sensitivities, but you know, it's one of those things, just like anything, when you're not sure what's creating the ultimate sensitivity, you have to stop everything and exactly. start scratch. So I want to stop it and then be able to maybe try some natural remedies um, to kind of work through that. Yeah. Um, in addition to that mask for eczema in particular, I would try putting some olive oil in your hair, make sure that it's 100% pure organic olive oil and rub it into your scalp and leave it on overnight. That will provide, basically, when you have eczema on your scalp, your cells are, like you said, reacting to something, but they're also not healing. So the olive oil will be very healing for your scalp and your cells. Yeah, there's, and I just keep creating more sensitivity to it. So I'm not getting to that place where I'm actually getting to it, uh, where right. it, it feels soothed. And yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we are going to take another break here. Um, and uh, I'm excited because when we come back, I want to be able to talk about some healthy approaches. So from healthy snacks to some healthy things that we can do, especially for those of us that have occupational uh, hazards of our jobs where we're around mm -hmm. chemicals and or we're on our feet all day or we're sitting too much. So we're going to talk about some techniques on that in this next segment. Okay. Great. All right, stay with us, everybody. And you can find me on uh, Facebook, Bonnie Bonadeo, uh, Beauty Inside and Out. 
show, uh, Twitter and Instagram, Beauty Inside and Out Show. And I hope you'll join me on my social medias and learn some more tips and tricks, which is where I'm going to put some of these ideas on uh, that Natasha was sharing with us. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. My guest, Natasha Bala. She is a health and wellness coach. She's battled breast cancer, and she's one of the healthiest people I know. Every time I see her, she's eating all of these great little snacks, healthy snacks, you know, very, very particular about what she's putting in her body. And I'm over there eating the French fries thinking, what do I need to know? What can you share with me? So we're going to talk about um, some healthy snacks right now. And then let's talk about some healthy things we can do to keep our body uh, externally healthy as well. Mm -hmm. Well, we briefly talked about nuts and seeds earlier. And I just want to reiterate that those are really important and they're really easy to eat. So if you know that, yeah, if you're um, a beauty professional working in a salon, if you're a nurse or, you know, whatever um, job you have, especially one where you may be on your feet all day long, it's really important to be able to grab easy things, things that don't take a lot of time to prep. So nuts are one of those things. Almonds are amazing. Walnuts, um, Brazil nuts. All of them are very high in magnesium and selenium. And these are things that we don't really get in our everyday diet if we're not eating enough nuts. Um, Vegetables and fruits, as we mentioned before, 
What I like to do is cut up my fruit the night before I go to work and I bring everything in a glass container because we're trying to avoid plastic containers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will cut everything up because if you have an apple that you bring to work and you are a nurse running from patient to patient, you're not going to go to the kitchen and cut that apple. No. Take a few minutes to prep the night before. That makes a huge difference. Mm. Another great fruit to have on hand is a banana. Very easy to peel. You don't have to wash it or anything like that. Um, Carrot sticks, celery sticks. I know this all sounds very cliche, but these are the things that will bring you the right nutrients through the day so that you have enough energy to be great at what you're doing, to keep your focus up, and so that you will feel good all day long. Yeah. Uh, And I like nuts. I do definitely like nuts. Is there a nut that kind of is not maybe the healthiest that you kind of should avoid? Um, you know, all nuts are high in fat, but fat is not necessarily a bad thing. I think for many years we've been afraid of fat and fat is not a bad thing. Now, fat from Cheetos is a bad thing because that's hydrogenated. Thank God I don't like Cheetos. Right. But fat from a nut, I don't really think, I really don't think there's a bad nut and everything in moderation. So when you have some almonds, try to keep them around 15 almonds. If same thing with walnuts, Um, if you're going to have pistachios, maybe you can increase because they're small, increase that number to 25 pieces. Just try to stay within a serving of the nuts. But it does curb your appetite and kind of fill you up uh, throughout the day. So you're not going into that where you're letting your blood sugar get out of control or you then go and eat really big, really fast. Because I know right. a, lot of, a lot of people that are in jobs, especially like in the beauty industry, they it's not like they have like the hour for lunch and they're going and clocking out mm-hmm. and then going and eating and sitting down and enjoying a nice meal. They're literally scarfing down their food in between clients. I'm sure right. that other occupations like nurses and people in very, you know, fast moving type of positions like that, they're doing the same thing. Exactly. And that's where the prep comes back in. Mm -hmm. So it's important to eat every two hours, even if you're eating something small, because just like you said, you don't want to ever get to that point where you're starving and hangry. (laughs) Being hangry is going to affect all areas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get there. So make sure you have a good breakfast before you start working. Make sure in between breakfast and lunch, in between clients or patients or whatever, you know, your position is, go grab some nuts. Go grab a handful of carrots that you brought with you. Keep that hunger at bay so that you don't overindulge and so that you don't start feeling the negative effects of hunger because it it affects concentration. It affects focus. If you're standing on your feet all day, being hungry can make you very lethargic So it's really important just to keep that hunger at bay. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Good. Well, those are good tips. So I'm nuts. I'm going to just start stocking up on different versions of nuts, which is not the cheapest snack food. (laughs) But listen, if if the alternative is you're doing granola bars and things like that, they're they're not as healthy. They might be, they're certainly not healthy. And usually they're, they're, they're loaded with sugars, right? Uh, I'm really glad that you brought that up because a lot of people think that granola bars are healthy and granola in general is healthy and they're not. They have, like you said, a lot of sugar. Um, Again, going back to reading labels, it's really important to read the label. So if you get a granola bar and it says that it has cane sugar in it, that's sugar and that's processed sugar. So you don't want that. Other things that may be thought of as healthy, 
may that may not be is something like a yogurt. You have to be very particular about the type of yogurt you're getting. A lot of yogurts are laden with sugar and preservatives, and you don't want those things in your body. They're not going to help you. No, no. I think that they they intensify that desire to want to eat more and eat more bad foods, not eat more good foods type of thing. Yeah, I I noticed that. Go ahead. I strongly believe that you are what you eat. So if you're constantly eating processed foods and foods from packages, you're going to feel like you're eating those things. So for example, when I was at the Las Vegas Convention Center, I was so hungry at one point, although I had eaten lunch, that I got some chips. And I literally noticed after that, that I felt more tired than I even had felt before. Mm -hmm. And it was because of what I ate. So the following day, I made sure that I purchased extra fruit in the morning just to have on hand. And that afternoon after lunch, um, instead of grabbing chips, I had a banana as well as some nuts. And then I just that I didn't have that energy dip as I did the day before. And, you know, I, I always, I always recommend, cause you know, my friend um, Elena that has passed away from cancer and everything, there was just so much knowledge. She was such a wealth of knowledge of trying to figure out how to be more healthy. And her thing that she would always say is don't wait until you get diagnosed to understand the health issues and the health opportunities that are available to you. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, and that was always her thing because she says, had I known these things before, and I think she was a, she was a big proponent of what you shared in the early uh, segment as well, that stress played a big factor in her ability to maintain her health or to kind of lose control of what is considered to be healthy thoughts and healthy mind and healthy body. Um, And then at that point, you know, you have to really, you have to kind of amp things up to be able to try and really go down that path. Now, are you like, you know, you try to go as organic as much as possible? Is is there truth to this whole organic, uh, you know, conversation? I believe there is. So one of the most important organs, not that they're, they're all important, but the liver is super important in our body. And The main um, goal of the liver is to remove toxins from our systems. And if those toxins aren't removed, then our bodies and our cells are not working at optimal levels. So just going back to what we were talking about earlier, that we're bombarded with toxins everywhere we look. So there are some that we can control and some we can't. That's why I think it's so important to eat organic fruits and vegetables because we can only control what we can control. So let our livers focus on removing those things that we can't control and the fruits and vegetables we can control. At least we're supporting our liver and not loading up all of the toxins in our body even more than we have to. And I love when you tapped into the one piece of listening to your intuition in choosing your treatment path. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a healthy person, I'm pretty sure has a higher level of intuitiveness than somebody that's eating a poor diet or is not maintaining a healthy, active life. Absolutely. That's where the intuitiveness can't be as sharp and we're not listening to ourselves as much. So the more healthy you are, the more healthier thoughts you can have, the more intuitiveness that you have to listen to yourself and what might be the right path for you. This is true. The more toxins you have in your body, whether it's from food, chemicals, whatever it may be, the less able you are able, the less you are able to have focused thoughts. And this again is scientifically proven. 
So if you want to have intuitive thoughts and be able to connect with your body, you really need to be eating as clean as possible and eat as close as nature has intended for us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. As close as nature has intended for us, because right. a lot of that's changed. Let's talk a little bit while we have time. We have a couple minutes before we're going to close here. But I wanted to be able to talk about those people that are on their feet that are or maybe not on their feet enough. And that there's those peaks of time where we lose our energy. What are some mm-hmm. things that we couldn't be doing just to make sure that we're maintaining a good, healthy body? Yeah, I think um, it goes back to preventative. So first thing, please get enough sleep. Aim for seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Sleep is so critical in order for, excuse me, the body to be working at its optimal level. In addition, drink water throughout the day. Many people get headaches and they feel lethargic and tired, and it's just because they're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you're drinking enough water, go and have some more water. It's always good to have more water. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing for busy professionals is that when you have a break, take a break. You should be at that point sitting down and stepping away from what you're doing on, stepping away from your job for those few minutes or that hour that you have in order to refresh yourself, rejuvenate, sit down and eat something or take a walk outside, get some sun. Yeah. But it's really important to break when you have your break time. Yeah, I kind of, I set myself up like every hour on the hour if I'm not on a phone call or I plan it out in between the times that I'm working with my clients that the minute I'm done off the phone, if there's one piece of follow-up I have to do based on that conversation, I do it immediately and then I get up and step away from my desk and move and get and get some get new energy. I go outside, get some fresh air, I go walk you know, for a few minutes, just anything to kind of like shift that energy in there. Yeah. So Natasha, how can people find you and hear some more of these great uh, ideas that you have from the, you know, the external DIY beauty treatments to the internal things I should be eating to maintain a healthy diet? Yeah, well, I use my Instagram account to put out these ideas and all the tips I have. So you can follow me on Instagram at Tosh Vibe 13, and that's T-A-S-H, sorry, T-A-S-H-V-I-B-E 13. And on Facebook, I've actually started a group called the Beauty Professionals Group, the Healthy Beauty, the Healthy Beauty Professional Group. And this group is to have a community basically talking about healthy ideas, how beauty professionals can remain healthy while in the salon, and that sort of thing. So that's how you can follow me on Facebook as well. Oh, perfect. Good. All right. So Tosh Vibe 13, Tosh Vibe 13, and then the Healthy Beauty Professional as well. Great. Perfect. Thank you for being with us, Natasha. I really Thank you so much, Bonnie. Tips. I love everything you share with me because I think they're easy for me to adapt. And not, I'm not fighting something that feels complicated to do that. And I think that you're going to love my show next week along with everybody else. So be sure to join us next week because I have Gloria Coppola who's going to be on and we're going to talk about how to tap into that intuitiveness. And it does parlay into the conversation that we've had today. I will be listening in. Yeah. So she's really, she's a very intuitive person. Honestly, the woman amazes me because she's so in tune with herself and she's going to share some of those tips on how to be able to help you be more intuitive as well. So You know, we're about beauty, but we're about beauty from the inside out. So thank you for joining me, everybody. And remember to always be you in beauty.
Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.